Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are booksmen. And what intrepid booksmen we are this week, embarking on a new book. Yeah. The, That's what the, we're The haters say, said it wouldn't happen. They said, oh, the these guys can like, only read one book. They don't know the words. They've just memorized them. Yeah. No, we're reading book after book after book. And if you don't like it, you can shove it up your stupid dick ass. Tim, we also we also curse a lot uh, on this podcast. Yeah, you get so mad if I curse on the other show, and then you you just can't wait to curse on this show. You want people yeah, to know. pay for the curses. You think that's what they're paying for? Probably. There's a bunch of teens being like my 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 parents uh, don't let me uh, listen to cussing things, but they don't hear what I listen to when I'm drifting off to sleep. Yeah, but they don't, but they're, you know, they check my uh, public feeds, but they don't check my private feeds. Exactly. This is just for the private feed, folks. Fuck uh, shit ass But Tim, you were, <laughs> you were, uh, maybe somebody can make a soundboard out of that. <laughs> you yeah, would get a lot of use out of that. <laughs> Somebody can make like a portable soundboard that Tim could walk around with with just those <laughs> buttons. Like when they had those like Mr. Key, Mr. T keychains. What? Mr. T keychains? Yeah. It was like the kind of thing. Say, I pity the fool. Yeah. It was the kind of thing that they sold at Urban Outfitters. Oh, like ironically now. Yeah. You know what I found out For about people that like don't actually think Mr. T is cool. Fuck them. <laughs> you know what I found out about Urban Outfitters recently? And I'll give credit. I found this out from the uh, YouTube channel Techmoan. Uh, Techmoan? Techmoan. M-O-A-N. That's even grosser. I know. It, but I don't know why it's called that. It doesn't have to do with moaning during sex or any or anything else. Um, but uh, like Urban Outfitters sells uh, cassette players and, mm. you know, like uh, CD players and radios, like throwback audio things. But they're all in clear cases, you know, so it looks like very 90s. Mm hmm. I remember that. People had the clear phones and stuff. Crystal Pepsi. Do you know why? It's not an aesthetic choice. Do you know why Urban Outfitters musical products, older musical products are clear? Um, Something to do with customs and getting through, making sure that it's not like uh, explosives in it. Not too far off. It's because the only company left that makes cassette players and CD players like that makes them for the U.S. prison system. Ah. And they have to be clear to, you know, because there can't be uh, knives yeah. or drugs or other contraband yeah, inside. Contraband in there, yeah. So they're the only people left making like tape players. And, you know, so when when uh, a place like Urban Outfitters is going out being like, we want to sell new tape players in our stores, it's only manufacturer left. And, you know, they're also like, oh, and they're clear. And Urban Outfitters is probably like, oh, great. That's even better. This yeah, looks that, neat. That, 
Uh, so yeah, if you go to Urban Outfitters and buy a cassette player or a radio or a CD player, it is uh, uh, at least extremely similar to the models they sell in prison. Prisons- That's great. You're buying. You're paying premium. Well, no, they're probably paying paying premium, but you're paying money for um, the same products that the incarcerated get. Yeah. And they're Which getting is, them at a at a, probably a cl- probably the same price a place like Urban Outfitters is charging, like the insane premium. No, no. If if the fucking it depends on, I'm sure it depends on the the prison. Yeah. But if the prison sees that Urban Outfitters is selling a cassette player for twenty dollars, they're like, "Well, we can sell this for a hundred and sixty. Maybe because. I've- because they're the fucking worst people on earth. Prisoners? Well, Tim, some of no, them. No, no. The, the the prison operators, Tom. Look, Tim, look, Put in I, words I know mind. you want to get off on your rant about how all, you know, they should just uh, execute all prisoners. But Tom, that's not, it's not at all. That's not but I think, you know, once saying. in a while they should be able to listen to a tune. Where are they getting the cassettes? Oh, so also the cassettes have to be clear. And on this Techmone channel, they I were... bought a bunch of uh, clear cassettes. Did they just like not invent clear plastic till the nineties? Because I feel like everything I bought in the nineties was clear as shit. I think back in the eighties, maybe uh, clear stuff was more expensive to make, probably because it wasn't. Uh, it was you know a little more opaque. Because of uh, uh, impurities and whatnot. So it was easier for them to be like, we'll just mix in some, you know, white dye or black dye and that will make this all look better. I disagree. Tom, we're going to introduce a new segment on Books the Podcast. (laughs) Show me your ads. (laughs) All right. Tom, we talked about this on the Complete Guide to Everything episode. So you're you're introducing ads into the show that people pay for. No, this isn't exactly ads, Tom. And uh, you can get the full context in the last five minutes of the Complete Guide to Everything episode that drops three days after this, <laughs> or two days after this, I guess. Um, but uh, we we were talking about Instagram ads, and I recently learned that you can go into your Instagram profile and find out all the ads that you clicked on that they served you. So Tom, you were unaware of this feature. (laughs) I'm sorry. My dog is sitting behind me growling at me because she knocked her bed off the couch. Do you want to put the bed back? You, you keep explaining. I have my headphones on. I'm not going far. Keep explaining. Okay. You know, yeah, okay. Uh, so there's there's a portal w- within Instagram that, that can show you the ads that you clicked on. Um, Tom and I are going to go through very quickly um, because I wanted to put this behind a paywall to uh, encourage people to uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Capitalism, maybe. Uh, exactly. So uh, we're going to go through some of the, the ads that we've clicked on. So... To get to this, Tom. Yeah, how do I get there? In the lower right-hand corner, click on your picture, okay. your profile. Uh-huh. And then go to the upper right-hand corner, yes. click on the, the hamburger menu. Okay. 
click into settings. Okay. And then go down to ads. Okay. And then add activity. Okay. And this will show you at the top. It'll show you, and everybody uh, at home, play along. It'll show you the the story ads that you've clicked on. Uh-huh. And then below that, you'll see the regular feed ads. I feel like some of these I didn't click on. Does it just show you all the ads that you got shown? Did you, maybe if you watch it to completion? Oh, or maybe not even I, completion. Probably just like a few seconds. It considers yeah. that a view so they can charge uh, the people. Now there's one, Tom. Mm that I think is the smartest fucking ad I ever got in an Instagram story. Uh-huh. Tiller and Hatch. And what they sell, uh-huh. come on, is uh, prepackaged stuff that you can put in an instant pot. Ooh. Um, I've been and, using my instant pot recently. An instant pot is great. Yeah. Right? So they send they send you a pouch that has like rice and meat and vegetables or, or depending on your on yeah, your yeah. diet. Uh-huh. And you just dump it in your instant pot, add some water, you put it on for the time, and and they just fucking uh uh, and it works and it comes out a meal. And you're being paid you don't have to by chop these people all this stuff. to talk about this? I'm not. Why? Are um, you, and then, <laughs> why did you want to do this segment where you just give companies free ads? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I thought more weird <laughs> stuff would come. I thought some embarrassing stuff would come up for you. Uh, yeah, let's get to the book. Uh, I'm looking through to see if there's any embarrassing stuff. I don't really see it. I have like a bunch of beer ads. Because I click on those because all the beer ads, at least in New York right now, are like, hey, we're delivering beer. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to support a local brewery. And also, I like beer and I need it desperately. But then when I click on the ad, it's like, yeah, our beer is more expensive than at the supermarket. And we're going to charge you, you know, like $20 to deliver it to you. And somebody's going to have to risk their health to do it. Yeah. I also have an ad. Uh, you know, I scrolled through a bit and I do have an embarrassing ad that I I clicked on because I was like, what? Are, is this a joke? It was uh, the ad just says Netflix and Row, R-O-E. And it is a caviar. It's a caviar ad. Ooh. I think for like a Ooh, subscription. A subscription caviar service. Uh, my most embarrassing one is two weeks ago from ShareCare Incorporated. Flatten the curve. Take this survey to see how well we're helping to flatten the curve and stop the spread. And I was like, yeah, I'll take this survey. What I didn't realize until just now is that Dr. Oz is in the picture. Oh. And fuck Dr. Oz. He was the one that was like, yeah. Yeah, let's this get Dorothy a- over here. Let's see if she has the magic slippers. No, 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 no. Dr. What? Oz he's 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 a he's a television doctor. He's apparently a right winger as well. Okay. Um and uh he was saying that 
uh, COVID-19 was not going to be an issue. I mean, that we're all overreacting and that he would open the schools in a second. Um, and yeah, sure, that would cause two to three percent of more people to die. But uh, he was willing to take that risk. Well, he sounds like a good man. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's nothing really embarrassing. There's a there's a hoodie that I'd like. American <laughs> yeah, I was going to say when I was going through my ads, it was like the ads I click on for the most part are things I'm interested in because they're not ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I did click on a thing. I don't know where I saw this ad, but it was a hoodie that had a mask built into it. Somebody stop me. Yeah, but not the mask. Oh, I see. Just uh, You know how we're supposed to be wearing face yeah, masks yeah. when we go in public? Um, you know, it, and it had some sort of medical grade thing in it, which I feel like is a bad thing. Like they shouldn't be selling that to civilians. Well, and also like you would have to replace it. it. You know, anything medical grade is, it's not like, well, you're a doctor. Here's your mask for the, the rest of your career. <laughs> like <laughs> everything medical grade is disposable. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. This this segment was a dud. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been um, getting a lot of Instagram ads for uh, like uh, silver you can drink. <laughs> that will cure yeah, everything. To, to cure everything. Yeah. yeah. If you drink okay, too much well, of it, you'll turn blue. No, you'll turn silver. No, you'll turn blue. You haven't seen these blue guys? The blue man group? No, that's, no. that's paint that... Tim, these blue men are not the ones you're familiar with. These blue men are men who have drank too much silver and it turned them literally fucking blue. Blue, blue. Toilet bowl, blue. Search on Google right now for uh, silver blue man. And you'll silver. and you'll see the the kind they're like a dark blue, like a deep blue. Silver blue Mustang? No, a silver blue man. Are you looking at them? I'm just getting the blue man group. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, they're more they're more purple than blue. Well, because it's such oh, a man. deep Aww. it's such a deep blue. Yeah, I was gonna lie. I was I was gonna laugh at this man. Yeah, Paul Carrison. Yeah, he's and the main blue at, man, and he, it looks like he was on the Today Show. He's been on a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and then I looked at the caption of the 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 pit photo and it says Paul Carrison died Monday. Yeah, not this past Monday. It was uh, seven years ago. Oh yeah, September twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then enough time has 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 passed. passed to laugh about his death. He was dubbed pa- Papa Smurf. He looks like it. He is very blue. Don't. Why did he eat silver? Because there's a whole contingent of internet maniacs that think you know silver's the cure for everything, and you can just drink silver <sighs> and it'll it'll fix everything and uh you know uh unfortunate side effect is it will also turn your skin f- freaking blue. I'll tell yeah. you what nothing in nature was meant to change the color of our skin except for the sun 
If you're yeah. ingesting something, I mean, I remember when we were growing up, they always tell us if you ate too many carrots, it would turn you orange, right? So don't eat too many no, carrots. No, I don't think anybody said that. I think that was just a, a playground rumor. They brought a bunch of people that were big Bugs Bunny fans into a room one day and told us all that just to dissuade us. You know, carrot, you know, rabbits don't like carrots That's or they don't shit. eat carrots. Prove you know it. why? Because uh, I wanted to say it was Groucho Marx, but I think it was like Humphrey Bogart. I hope Humphrey Bogart. In one, you know how cartoons in the olden times ripped off movies. Yeah, yeah. The first appearance of Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. was uh, hold on, carrots, rabbits. <laughs> Let me just quickly type into my computer carrots, rabbits, and see what comes up. Um, <laughs> Did you expect by typing carrots, rabbits, the first thing that came up would be the actual anecdote you're you meant to tell right now? Yeah, and I found it that way. Um, Clark Gable. Clark Gable's character in the 1934 film It Happened One Night is uh is chomping on a carrot. Uh-huh. Um and uh and acting and uh you know being a dismissive dick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Bugs Bunny in his first in one of his early appearances they parodied that with him. And uh. then it became his his signature. Yeah. And then everybody's like, "Oh, well, I guess fucking rabbits like carrots but that's not the case it was it was it would would be like hey all mice like uh piloting steamboats huh it's like no that's not true that's the one mice one mouse Mouse on steamboat willie and the only reason they did that is because of fucking uh buster keaton i feel like there's a lot about rabbits we don't know right now like, do you know the the town that we grew up in, the town we lived in, overrun by rabbits right now? Really? The past few years, overrun with rabbits. You go, mm. go, go to your parents' home and go sit in the backyard for a little while. You'll see a rabbit. I'm not allowed to, Tom. <laughs> and that was never the case when we were young. But now, I don't know, somebody let a couple of pet rabbits loose and now there's rabbits all over. It, you know, our Maybe. town's like Australia. <laughs> They got Maybe introduced in the into the coronavirus. The nature is healing. No, it, it's been years that this has been happening. Oh. Tim, I read a book. I read the first part of a book called Around the World in 80 Days by Jules, you know what I mean, Verne. A famous writer. Uh, let me tell you about this book. Let me. Can you do it all in... Uh... <laughs> The Ernest P. Worrell characters, boy. I don't, Tim, I would never even try. Jim Varney. My God. What 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 a what a talent. And what a when did he die? A while now. Yeah. A horrible waste. A great man. Um he, he was a chain smoker. Not to not to blame the victim. Justify his death. Um you're like I can see you on camera right now. You're just, you're not listening. You're looking up Jim Varney. 
The first Toy Story came out in what, 1996? Okay. Second Toy Story came out when? A while it took. He uh, Jim Varney passed away in 2000, February 10th, 2000. Do you know how old Jim Varney was when he passed? No. 50. I was going to say 51. Holy shit. I thought he was he was older than that. Nice, nah, very young. Yeah, and that's what like, you know, even as like a smoker, that's still very young. My god, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, Toy Story 2 came out in 1999. <laughs> okay. What does that have to do with it? Because he did a voice in Toy Story? Yeah, I mean, he still does voices in Toy Story. Like, they repurpose old clips of him, or they have somebody... Um, do an impression? That, yeah, I think they do, like... What the, character the, is he from Toy Story? The Slinky Dog. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like my dog. Shut up, Tom. A man died. Anyway, Around the World in 80 Days. I didn't know anything about this book other than the title beforehand. Mm-hmm. The first chapter we're introduced to our, our one of our, I think our protagonists, uh, Phileas Fogg. Phileas Fogg? Yeah. And the, yeah, I've heard of this guy in and, passing. And the first chapter... Is, Phineas uh, or Phileas? F- Phileas. Did I say Phileas. Phineas? No, no, no. I always thought it was Phineas Fogg. Phileas Fogg. P-H- Phil Fogg. P-H-I-L, Phil, E-A-S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phil Fogg. And then Fogg is F-O-G-G. Yeah, Fogg-y. Phil Fogg. Um, the first chapter is just- uh, Phil Fogg. He's just uh, mostly spent explain like giving a real portrait of who this guy is. He's a real uh, raconteur, a real man where, about where, town. Where does he live? London town. London, England. Yes. The United Kingdom. Yes. Um, okay. And uh, I don't know why I have this. Well, I know why I had this note. I forget what the beginning of it was. But the end of the note is just about him either sleeping in or making his toilet. Pooping. I think that's what they used to call pooping. Or are you making the toilet? It's like, Mm -hmm. well, in a way, I'm destroying the toilet, honestly. But sure. Um, But he's like a he's a very wealthy man, a very rich man living in a nice house and uh, very exacting, very uh, particular. And because of this, he fires uh, one of many servants. He only has one servant, like a butler at a time. But he fired this butler, I think, because he wanted his shaving water to be 84 degrees and it was 82 degrees. So he's a persnickety rich asshole. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? This, This temperature is wrong. You're fired. But for some reason. You go like this. Hey, Tom, you go like this. Uh, you fired. <laughs> no, this was before uh, the world was enraptured with Donald Trump. Um, the man that famously fires people because he's not a coward. He, he fires everybody that he fires himself. Right, right to we their face. On he doesn't make other people yeah. do it. Um, yeah, no. He, yeah. He, so uh, 
But this guy, he fires uh, James Forrester, his uh, his butler. Um, Ooh, I bet that was a mistake. No, but he makes him like stay on until his replacement comes. Mm. So, like James Forrester, a babe, no, teeny <laughs> babe. James Forrester opens the door and and you know this guy's like hi and he's like oh you must be my replacement and that sucks right yeah his replacement train your replacement his replacement is a Frenchman his name is Jean and I don't know how to pronounce this uh, Passy Partout P A S S E P A R T O U T Passy Partout We'll call him Jean. Yeah. Uh, Jean-Luc. Or Jean, if you're American. Maybe I'll just call him Jean. Old Jean. Uh, All right. So that's all happening. That happens in chapter one. Chapter two. Um, (laughs) In the beginning, uh, uh, so this is Jean's perspective. Um, and he makes a joke. Does the book change perspectives? Uh, it's third person, but like, you know, we're, we're getting it from different angles. Gotcha. Um, so we're, we're kind of seeing things through Jean's eyes a little bit and he makes like a bunch of, I think jokes that I don't like, you know, that, that time has passed by. I don't understand them. But then he makes a joke about his, uh, his, you know, about um, uh, Phileas. And he says, I've seen people at Madame Tussauds as lively as my new master. And then they. Ex- That's a good joke. And then they explain the joke. <laughs> they explain like. When Madame was this Tuss- book written? Uh, I think 1909, maybe. Well, well, what's the deal with Madame Tussauds? How, how the hell did. Uh... I guess they assume back then, like, well, this shit's not going to be around forever. You know, this isn't going to be Jules. uh, You know what I mean? Vern thought, yeah, this isn't going to be around. Well, well, I'll explain for the younger generations uh, what the reference here is. And oh, no, the first edition was 1873. What the hell? Yeah. So like the one joke that's explained, it's like, no, I get it. Yeah. We still have Madame Tussauds. <laughs> In fucking shit. Wax museum. Wax museum. Yeah. It's a wax museum. You didn't know that part. <laughs> the number of major cities. Madame Tussauds. She was born in 1761, but that's not her. Who? I don't know. Oh, the actual Madame Tussauds? Yeah. Well, who knows? She could have been a wax uh, figurine for who knows how long, and people were tricked. Yeah. In 2015, Arnold Schwarzenegger posted posed as a Terminator statue in the Hollywood Museum to promote a charity event. Well, and he'll come up later during the movie. Uh, I, I can't, I can't make heads or tails of when Madame Tussauds Wax Museum opened. I'm sorry. Uh, prior to 1873. Hold on, my headphones fell off, and I can't hear you. 
All right. For the listener at home, Tim is uh, uh, stood up uh, very uneasily. I would say unsteadily. Tom, Tom, remember when we used to record this in person? Yeah. What happened? Uh, a vir- uh, pandemic happened. <sighs> I wish you wouldn't remind me of it. I drank a lot of whiskey tonight, Tom. <laughs> I, can, I can tell. Uh, so, Jean. Uh, Do you think my wife will be able to tell when we're done recording? <laughs> <laughs> I told her I wasn't going to drink tonight. That's okay, right? <laughs> when we retire to our marital bed. Uh, Jean refers to other people as, I, I kept a note of this. I forget the context, but I thought you would like it. He refers to them as pert dunces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like that. Um, so basically, he's psyched about getting this job under uh, Phileas Fogg because he's like, this is great. Phileas Fogg doesn't travel. He doesn't go anywhere overnight. I can, I, you know, I'm just going to have to stay here. Like, I'm going to have to keep to his, like, very strict schedule. But, uh, you know, there's not going to be a lot of legwork for me. And then he also remarks, um, uh, well, uh, first he says, this house is great because it has both electric bells and speaking tubes. Electric bells? What does that mean? I think it's a doorbell, but a speaking tube, I think, is literally just like a tube instead of an intercom. Like a tin can. Yeah. So this guy, Jean, is like, this job's great. Like, you know, it's the olden times. Everything sucks. But guess what? This house has an electric bell and uh, freaking speaking tubes. I'm going to be able to do this job from the couch. Nice. He thought he was going to... I would like to be a servant who is lazy. He thought he was going to be the first person to work from home. Nice. And he even says about... uh, about, Will will he live there either way? What do you mean? Is is he going to be... Does he get quarters in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a little room. Okay, so he'll be working from home regardless. Yeah. But he won't have to travel, right? But because a lot of these a lot of these aristocrats in the late eighteen hundreds, you're the uh, you know their butler, and they're like, I want to go on safari to Africa, and they're like, Oh, god damn it, I I just kind of want to right, hang right, out. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says, "What a domestic and regular gentleman." He's excited. All right. all hell breaks loose soon because chapter three. We go to the Reform Club with Phileas. The Reform Club is like a like a gentleman's club, but not the gentleman club gentleman's club that you go to. This is like a actual. I play don't club. go to general gentleman's club. How many How many times have you been to a strip club, Tom? Uh, I think four, four or five. I would guess. I'm at two. Exactly two. Two. Exactly. Yeah. And I hated both of my experiences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never, uh, yeah, I've never liked my experience. I just thought about one in particular. Uh, I've never liked my experiences. I just thought about a time I was at a strip club. Uh, I don't even remember. I think it was just like everybody was drunk and it was a funny thing to do. And uh, a, a stripper dancing on me to the song. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? 
and she was singing along by the pussycat dolls yeah but meanwhile she had uh body odor the stripper yeah and i was like no my no my girlfriend doesn't have body odor that's i'd prefer her and i said that and said well and good day to you and left yeah um yeah we we went one time in 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 atlantic city yeah for a friend of ours uh bachelor party paul mckenna come on don't come on hey they're paying for it (laughs) yeah and neither of us had a good time there no nobody did especially paul we walked into that strip club and there was a uh another bachelor party going on and they took the bachelor and ripped his underwear like so it, we were in new jersey and apparently in new jersey like atlantic city baby yeah you can't like the 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 entertainers if you will uh they can't even be fully topless they have to wear pasties on their nipples um but apparently there's no rule about taking a bachelor up on stage uh, or a uh, betrothed a soon uh, a fiance a soon to be be married man taking him up on stage uh taking all of his clothes off and then ripping his underwear uh giving him an atomic wedgie so his upper wear underwear rips and then you're just looking at a guy's butthole as he gets uh slapped by a uh, by his own leather belt and you're watching that and it's like, but I can't see any nipples. I'm looking at this guy's butthole. But anyway, that was happening and we were there for a bachelor party and Paul was like, please, please, please do not do that. And we were like, oh, a few people have already I approached that, us. and It's like $500 yeah. and I have no interest in seeing your butthole. Paul, you're safe. Exactly. Your secret's safe with us. Chapter I feel like we were there for like 11 minutes. Yeah, it was very, yeah, it was short-lived. Because we weren't like paying, we didn't want to be there and everybody else knew that. So they just left us alone and it was like, all mm-hmm. right, let's get out of here. Chapter three. Uh, oh, I already started chapter three. Phileas goes to a gentleman's club, not like the ones you go to. Uh, the club sounds pretty nice. Uh, Are you reading from a script? No, I'm reading from my notes. I take copious notes. Uh, Other people at the club are talking about, you know, it's like a rich guy club. They're like, oh, have you seen this? There was a a 55,000 pound uh, robbery. Great British pounds, that is. Sounds very heavy. And this is like 150 years ago, Tim. So 55,000 pounds back then was like a trillion dollars. Um. And How many t- pounds, though, like in, in 2020 pounds? Yeah, uh, 55,000. Like enough for, like, oh, too in- much for one man to lift? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, But then, like, all the guys are talking about how, like, all the banks in London then, I guess, were, like, gentlemen's banks. Like, there weren't gates. Everybody just took their, the words, their word for it. Yeah, apparently they they tell a story about uh, a guy like people going into a bank and examining a gold bar and passing it down the line to the point where it went outside the bank and the bank teller didn't even look up. And apparently they just counted the money out in the open. The bank teller got distracted. He went back to count the money and it was all gone. 
what kind of bank is this? What kind of book is this? Well, how much detail is this going into? It's going into like pretty explicit the... detail. Yeah. All right. It's a, they go into detail about like how the bank's operations are. Yeah. Very... Yeah. Just how like okay. the banks are basically run on trust back then. Old books. They, they don't care. They have all the time in the world. You ever <laughs> try to read Moby Dick? It's like, yeah, I'm not trying to go wailing myself. Just tell me the fuck. <laughs> story guys um these old guys or these rich guys they explain like well you know what the world's much smaller now though and that thief is gonna get caught um and they uh phileas gets into an argument with them where he's like nah i don't think that guy's gonna get caught like you can go around the world nowadays in 80 days and now my ears perk up because i'm like i hey this guy doesn't know it but i know it that's the name of the damn book did you giggle? Did you go, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, we're off to the races. Um, so they get into an argument, and finally, Phileas is like, I'll bet you 20,000 pounds I can go around the world in 80 days. To who? The banker? To two of the rich guys there. Okay. So, yeah. so it's a bunch of rich guys. Yeah, and they're okay. like, we'll take you up on that bet. There's no way you can do that. Chapter four, he like runs home. Um, he grabs two shirts. Did they say like it starts now? He's Did like, they... I'm going to start now. Start the clock now. And 80 days from now, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. He goes home. He only grabs two shirts, three pairs of stockings. And I, I guess no pants whatsoever. And a traveling cloak. Ooh, everybody needs a cloak to travel in. I wish people got back to wearing cloaks nowadays. I mean, we kind of do. I wear a big, long coat. I wear a cloak. You don't wear a cloak, though. Yeah. People should feel fine about wearing cloaks. That's my idea. That's, that's the idea. main thing I want people to walk away from this with. Uh, Go on. So they're running off to like catch the, I forget at this point if it's a train or a boat. I think a boat. Phileas and his servant? And, no? and John. Uh, oh, so is he all fucking pissed about this? No, nah, I think he's mostly like confused. It happens so quick that he's just like, oh, all right. Um, These are human beings, right? Yes. Okay, they're not like anthropomorphic animals. No, one of them's French, but, you know, still a human being. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the I will not take part in your <laughs> jokes about the, the French people. I have some very good French. I don't mean that about French people that can understand English, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, they, they, uh, come across a panhandler and, f and, uh, Phileas gives the panhandler, you know, like a couple of bucks and, uh, th this dope Jean almost cries cause he's so touched by it. Uh, they get on the boat and as soon as the boat like takes off, uh, Jean realizes they left the gas on. Oh shit. What can like the burner? No, like the, the heating gas. So he's not, I thought it was like, oh shit, the whole, the whole building's going to blow up, but it wasn't that he was worried about the, the cost, you know, using all that oh, gas. Don't give a shit. Well, he does the math and figures out that, uh, 
what he's paid per hour is less than the gas is going to cost per hour. That's sad. I mean, gas. That might be like, that might cause me to quit that job. Well, but back then you got to realize that, you know, gas heating was like an extreme luxury. Most people had fireplaces or nothing at all. Yeah, but still he's a human man doing jobs. He's living there. He was new to the job. He doesn't know how everything's going to work out. Tom, what you don't know is I was lying on a bed while we were I do know that because we're on video chat and you disappeared for a while. But I was I was I was keeping up the conversation. I think no, I think even the listener could tell by the tone of your voice that you were uh, reclined, (laughs) relaxed, and uh, fucking hilarious as ever. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Chapter five. All the newspapers are covering this big bet. You know, the the big. Okay. And now other people are getting in on the bet. But like he just mentioned it in passing at the bank. He was like, guess what? A lot of people go around. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going around the world in 80 days. Uh, Crazy, right? Uh, Start the clock now. No. They didn't have any parameters. Like you have to check in at some point. So we know that you did that. It was that somebody said, like, the world's much smaller now. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's so small. I could, you know, somebody could get around the world in 80 days. And they were all like, ho, 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 it's not that small. He's like, fuck you. It is that small. And, you know, they got into an argument. And he was like, look, I'll prove it. And like he I think he laid out the plan at first and they were like, right. But that's if everything goes according to plan. You know, there's always delays, especially right now. It's the old times. You know, the ship breaks all the time. Ships are late. Yeah. Trains are late. No, no, no. I I know that, but like, what were the parameters of the of the bet here? They didn't spell them out that clearly. Not re- well. I guess he gave the itinerary that he considered going around the world in eighty days, and people were betting on that itinerary. Like, you're not going to be able to do that itinerary. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Um, so all the newspapers are covering it. Everybody's betting on it. Well, guess what? A week after he leaves, an arrest warrant comes in for the bank robber. And guess whose description it matches? Oh, no. Phileas Fogg. Yeah. That's why he wanted to go around the world. He's a fucking wanted man. Oh, he stole all that money from the bank. I mean, bank. he could have he could have done that without drawing attention to it. Why didn't he just leave the country without being like, "I'm going to leave the country and have my picture on the front page of every newspaper"? As a man, be like if David Blaine was like, "Yes, uh, I, I committed a major crime and I need to keep a low profile." So what I'll do is I'll freeze myself in ice in Times Square for the next three weeks. Well, keep in mind back then, like photographs were not readily available. They weren't printing as they were printing his description, but not his photograph. Mm. Uh, and I think maybe he thought he was getting away with it. But then when everybody at the gentleman's club is talking about this big robbery is like, that didn't go under the radar as I thought. 
I'm going to have to take off, but I'm going to need a cover story. And this is my cover story. I'll tell you what, you got a weak head start before anybody realized. Um, Chapter six, we're in the Suez uh, Canal uh, in Suez. Uh, There's a detective fix. He's hot on his trail. Uh, Fix says rascally faced men have to be honest. Uh, and true because he's describing this guy and people are like, nah, he sounds like too good looking of a guy to be a criminal. He's like, nah, it's rascally face men. They're the honest ones. It's the good looking guys. They can get away with everything. And, and they're the, the true criminals. Okay. So he's waiting for this boat to dock. Are you getting tired of your own, of no. your own recap here? No, he, it, he he gets off. Uh, he's weighing at the docks. He's looking at the boat. Everybody coming off the boat. He's looking for uh, Phileas. Uh, as he's looking, somebody comes up to me. He's like, "Excuse me, like, uh, how do I get to the consulate? I need to get this passport, uh, you know, stamped." And he shows him the passport, and it's freaking Phileas's passport. So this guy, Detective Fix, is like, "Wow, what luck." Yeah, uh, they're going to need him there to get the passport. So why don't you go get him and I'll walk you down there. The perfect plan. I'm reading this book thinking, well, book's over. That's going to be it. Uh, Thank God the book's over. (laughs) um, The the consulate won't stamp his passport. Uh, uh, I forget why. There's some dumb reason why they won't do it. Basically, they're like, you're in like, uh, you're still in like English territory. You don't need a passport to be here even. He's like, yeah, but I want it. And they're like, eh, we're not going to waste a stamp. Uh, and Detective Fix can't arrest him because he doesn't have an arrest warrant yet. Um, why doesn't he just tackle him? I don't know. It's real confusing here because he seems like, sure, this is the guy. But then once he shows up, he's like, ah, but I don't have the arrest warrant. It's like, well, what the hell were you doing there in the first place? Yeah. If, if you can't get this guy. Um, and he realizes like, ah, this, this, uh, 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 Phileas guy, like he doesn't even want to like get off the boat and look at things. Like, obviously this is, you know, he he's just trying to get to the next location, and this reminded me of uh, the Amazing Race, the the television. I know show. that show where people act like jerks in different countries. I hate that show. I don't know why people like that show because that show gives me such anxiety because I'm watching people travel to these like amazing far flung remote places that like a lot of times it's places that like you know, tourists don't go to like normal people would never travel to. And the whole time they're like, where's the flag? Where's the flag? I have to, I have to get the flag and get to the next location. Get out of my way. You fucking asshole. Yeah. And it stresses me out that these people are not enjoying. Like I wish during that show, maybe they do this now and I'm not aware, but I wish during that show, they were like, cool. Everybody got to the next location. Guess what? You got three days. Hang out. We're still going to have cameras follow you, but we're going to like show a little bit of the city and there's no task. There's nothing right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll put pause on the entire, yeah. the entire amazing yeah. race. Everything's pause. Just relax a little bit. Get to enjoy this place. I feel like so many times those contestants, uh, I don't watch the show that often, but times I've seen it, 
like, you know, they clear a country or whatever. And they're like, it was beautiful. I can't wait to go back one day. It's like, you're never going to go back again. That was your one chance. And you ran through just trying to get some stupid flag. Anyway, chapter eight, the last chapter I read. I thought you read up to nine. Oh, did I put that in the thing? Yeah, whatever. I have to pee real bad, so to wrap it up. <laughs> you know people pay for this, Tim. Well, then hold on. We're going to pause for a second. Or you tell chapter eight, and uh, we'll see if you finish by the time I get back. No, we'll pause for a minute. All right, and we're back, Tom. You know what it? Oh, you know what occurred to me while uh, I was uh, urinating. What's that? Uh, if it still took uh, eighty days to get around the world, yeah, we wouldn't be in this goddamn mess we're in right now. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The 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 virus wouldn't have been able to spread as wide as it has. Yeah, you can get around. Anyway. You can get around the world in a day now. Yeah. Around the and, world in one day. Yeah. What kind of book is that? It's quick. <laughs> it I mean, I quick. guess if, it would mostly just be, uh, you know, being on a plane, sleeping, watching the in flight entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. So, sorry, chapter eight. Cha- and I know you were ragging on me. You know, people pay for this. You said that you were going to read through <laughs> chapter nine and you only read through chapter eight. So, you know what? Maybe you can uh, kiss my goddamned ass. I forgot, though, that uh, the chapters are actually like pretty short. I would have read till chapter nine if I had known. Uh, But chapter eight, uh, Fix and uh, uh, Detective Fix, excuse me, and and Jean, like they're hanging out. They're just talking. Jean goes and buys some pants. Um, Of course. And it turns out... uh, uh, um, uh, John, like, uh, he's like, oh, I don't have much time. And Fix is like, no, you got plenty of time till the boat leaves. And he's like, no, I don't. And it turned out, uh, uh, the Jean guy didn't, uh, set his watch to the new time zone. And, mm. uh, he's like, oh, you got to change your watch. He's like, no, I refuse. And it's like, well, all right, well, you're going to have the wrong time all John the time. You sucks. <laughs> he sucks. And he's kind of an idiot. And then he, he tells, uh, this detective Fix, um, he's like, oh yeah, this guy's great. Uh, and quote, he's carrying an enormous sum in brand new banknotes with him. This guy's the worst assistant ever just because yeah. he's a bumbling idiot. Yeah. He's just giving everything away. Uh, and then he tells, uh, 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 this detective too. He's like, ah, oh, I kept the, you know, I left the goddamn gas on at home, by the way. Still real upset about that, real worried. And this guy's like, I, I don't care about that. I'm trying to, you know, catch a criminal for God's sake. Uh, but he doesn't say that to uh to this uh uh Jean guy, because they probably be like, Oh, what criminal? But I don't know why he doesn't even pick up on like, hey, what's this uh you know, English detective doing here? Uh, you know, why is he asking me questions and stuff? Jean's just a real dope, is is my takeaway. Uh, and then, uh, they get on a boat to India and, uh, fix, uh, gets on the boat too, even though he doesn't have an arrest warrant, he's, you know, he's hot on the trail. 
Well, I mean, he's just waiting for that arrest warrant. Somebody call his cell phone and be like, "Okay, you're good to go." No, he and doesn't. He doesn't have a cell phone, Tim. That's one of the the things. Why not? He yeah, left it somewhere. It was. He doesn't get service out on the the high seas. He doesn't have a roaming plan, and he's not looking to get charged. You know, an arm and a leg. <sighs> I mean, I think he could get reimbursed. It depends on the budget that year. You know, Mm. if the police, you know, if the policeman's ball hasn't gone uh, as well as expected, then who knows if he's ever going to get that money back. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, And that's 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 how they pay for salaries for the police, the policeman's ball. Yeah, 100 percent. hundred uh, percent of a hundred percent of the 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 police uh, the law enforcement budget comes from the police as well. Yeah, Tim, and that's why it's such a big deal that you haven't been in years. Tom, I'm a big uh, I'm 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 excited about this movie because I'm looking at the cast list that I'm going to watch. Uh, Maggie Q is in it. Okay. I'm not sure who that is. That's a cool name. Is she QAnon? I think she's QAnon. No, Tim, I've told you multiple times, JFK Jr. is QAnon. Both Luke and Owen Wilson are in this. Is either one of them QAnon? No, Tim, it's JFK Jr. All right. Johnny. Uh, Johnny QAnon. That's why they call him that. What do they call him? Lil John? Little John. What? <laughs> John Boy? Yeah. John, no, John Boy's Boy from Johnny. the Waltons. What do they call him? I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they call him. I think maybe Little John? No. John John. Uh, John John. John John. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> Boy John. <laughs> John John. Yeah, John John's Q. Yeah, he hated being called John John. Yeah, that's why he insists on being called Q. According to Jackie's assistant, no one in his family called him that. Yeah, what does she know? She's Nothing. in on it. All right. Um, any last words uh about uh, no, maybe book. I ended on chapter eight just because it felt like a fitting, like, ah, and the chase begins. Yes. I had no idea that this was this was the situation. But, it's uh, a fun that... book so far. I'll be honest with you. Like, it's like, oh, a chase around the world. I'm in. Now, were you like me? Did you think that there was a contest amongst many people where it was a rat race situation or it's an, uh, a mad, 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 mad world? situation where they they'd be like who can get around the world first yeah because otherwise why would you be in such a hurry to get around the world if nobody was yeah. competing against you and it's like but well it's because you're running from johnny law but johnny law knows where you want to wind up right and it's not like a, you know halfway around the world to get far away or you have to go somewhere far it's no all the way you're going to end up where you started so why would exactly. you do it's that like, unless it's a contest? It's like somebody like uh, murdering somebody and then being like uh, murdering somebody at the 
at the starting line of the New York marathon and being like, <laughs> you'll never be able to catch me. And it's like, yeah, if I were to run after that man, uh, I wouldn't be able to catch him, but I could just take the subway to the finish line. Yeah. And when he crosses the finish line, tackle him. Assuming I, I'll, any of us will ever be able to get on a subway again. I think, I think uh, this Phillies has got quite a scheme cooked up because I think he's somehow counting on not getting caught, but also collecting the money from the people that claimed he couldn't get around the world in 80 days. That's my mm, guess. We'll see. Well, Jules, you know what I mean, Vern. We'll uh, provide all the answers in the coming weeks. He better. He fucking better. Otherwise, I'm going to burn this house to the ground. I have in your house. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being patrons. Uh, as Tom pointed out, you do pay for this. Um, <laughs> I'm I sorry, Tom. Did... when you went and laid down. I'm sorry, uh, Tom only read eight-ninths of what he was supposed to read. I can, we can pause for a minute. I'll go read chapter nine. They're fairly short chapters. He only read 16 eighteenths of the book. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll we'll, make we'll up for up it next, next week. week. Yeah. Or I'll just um, change all much. the graphics and try and gaslight everyone. Yeah. Gaslighting. It's, it's in, it's in vogue. It is. It's like my favorite band. All right. uh, See you guys next week. We love you. Goodbye.